Aren't you in, like, Alaska? How do you, like, do they get news up there? Uh, yes, but it's carried by Mooseback. Mooseback. How you doing? Good, good. That was not nothing, a detailed good. Not, nothing exciting going on. I went out to eat at a restaurant. Oh my god! Let's ping the Zachary Daiquiri, shall we? Okay. How do you spell Daiquiri? I'm asking you the wrong person, Tom. This has been very well established. Uh, D-A-I-Q-U-E-R-Y, I think. Oh, nope, nope, nope. No, very wrong. Hello. <laughs> oh, there he is. Do you even know what it is? Di- Daiquiri? I don't even know. Do yeah, Daiquiri is not phonetic. D-A-I-Q-U-I-R-I. We were debating how to spell. Ah. I have no idea. So words like that, you wonder what the root language is, and I don't know. Drunk. The root language is drunk. It sounds French, but it just spells like Portuguese. Time's up. Start the game already! Let's do this! I'm ready. I'm not ready. Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ Cast. Today is Thursday, September 9th, 2021. We're your host, Thunderpop, Zach Mayer, and Raul Torres. Say hello, gentlemen. Hi, gentlemen. Wait, it's been so long, I don't know how to do this anymore. Hi, gentlemen. C. <laughs> I understood the assignment. <laughs> um, man, it's it's been a while since we've all three gotten together. A little bit. A little bit. But this, dear listener, is QQ News for, well, it's not really the month of September, really the first week of September. Because, guys, there was a bunch of stuff that happened in the last couple of days. This is, this is all just from this week? Uh, yes, because I've, I've put together a, a collection of trailers. There's been yeah. a couple of news items and some trailer drops. There was a PlayStation event today. And, Raul, I know you're super excited. You've been waiting for this. You've been just begging for it to happen, counting down. Today was, or yesterday, yesterday was Star Trek Day. Ooh, yes. actually, I, I saw some <laughs> things in my social medias about that. It yes. was a Star Trek day. Yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mix up the trailers, uh, uh, varying ones from all these different events, and send them to you guys. So we're gonna start out with the one that I think might be the most um, real, truly life changing. So I'm gonna send you guys this trailer. All right. Let's see what we got. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Everybody ready? Right, uh, ready. yeah. Count them down to three, two, one, play. Hey, this is trailer Jesus. for cookies. Had my sound all the way up. Yeah, that was, that was a mistake. It's funny because we were just talking about Pokemon. I guess this is more of a commercial than a trailer. But what <laughs> really is trailer is not a commercial? With the I guess the commercial are trailers for food. But it's not telling me about it. Is this like is this a game? What do you, what do you think we're watching? Really, tell the listener what we're what we're witnessing. We're seeing, um. Is it like a mosaic pixel art style of Pokemon? I'm it's guessing like we're using four bit style to do all the pixels, and people are excited. And it's a Pikachu <laughs> cookie. What? Oh god, that is I the worst like... collectible ever. <laughs> There's only sixteen. Yes, uh, the Pokemon company has teamed up with Nabisco to create Pokemon Oreos. I guess they're actually hard to get right now because Nabisco workers, I'm not sure if in all countries, some countries are striking. So there's a lot of controversy surrounding this, but I did think it was hilarious to start out with Pokemon Oreos. Yes, apparently there's 16 and there's different uh, rarities. Like some of the cookies are harder to get than others. So they really honestly want you to collect the Pokemon Oreos. 
Um, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's really happening. Oh God, that's it, a thing. There, there are so is many things terrible. this week. Oh, Pokemon Oreos are a thing. I don't know which other thing. Like collectible food is a thing. I don't know. I I mean yeah, but God, that's just so nasty. Like you know these things are gonna <laughs> sit in somebody's collection for actual decades. And then just be I'm, the worst. I'm going to collect them all, and then I'm going to seal them in, like, polyurethane. <laughs> I guess, to be fair, they are Oreos. They're going to last a while. <laughs> they're not quite Twinkie, apocalyptic snack level, but, you know, they're still entirely processed food. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm not a fan of Oreos. Like, it's just, what? Uh, what? I'm not a fan of Oreos. Oh, my God. Really? What the hell? We've like, had you on the podcast never... this whole time? Jesus. I mean, do you, we have didn't you know. Baked, have you ever baked your own cookies, Tom? Like, it's just way, way, like, why? Ugh, no. Yeah, but I'm not comparing this with real food. I'm comparing it to, you know, like Zach said, apocalypse-proof food. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the bar, there's nothing to eat, then sure. But then I guess, you would, would you, like, be willing to eat your limited edition one-in-a-million Pikachu Oreo if it came down to it? Uh, do I get to take them to the afterlife if I don't eat them? I mean, it depends on what you believe, so... Well, God. I don't believe much in this department, so I probably can't take them, so yes, I would eat them. God, imagine, imagine a Fallout-style apocalypse where the currency is these collectible Oreos. Yes! I just... I got a Snorlax! <laughs> it's like a $20 bill! <laughs> so instead of your Nuka-Cola bottle caps, you now have Pokemons? Okay. I mean, they've got all the hallmarks of a good hard currency. They're unique, they are not easily replicated, and they are probably going to be durable, because let's face it, these things go stale and they will break teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's let's all collect some, some Oreos. Okay, uh, moving on to the next trailer. Okay, really, I, I, I'm teasing you a lot tonight, but this next one really is for you, genuinely, sincerely, not sarcastically. Okay. Here we go. No, I'm curious. But it also sounds like you're teasing me, Tom. I've actually, I realized as I was saying it that it sounded sarcastic, but it wasn't. And hold on, I have to sign in to watch this. Okay. So sign it's in. Not safe. not safe for you. Not okay, safe I'm for in. the children. Won't someone please think of the children? Okay, ready? <laughs> Three, two, one, play. Oh, hey, I think it's going to be vampires. I like vampires. Oh, yeah. Did we watch this one, or is this a new trailer? Uh, I think this is a new trailer. I think this trailer just oh. dropped um, at the event today, but we've talked about this on the cast before. What are uh, Zach, what are we watching? So this is, uh, this is that Blood Hunt game. That's sort of um, like the vampire, uh, whatchamacallit, Battle Royale. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, from pretty cool. Vampire the Masquerade universe, even. Yeah. And she's... She... She blocked things with a sword and killed some of the sword, so I, I hope her... Jedi vampire <laughs> confirmed. She Looks killed really me cool. with a sword, Mal. <laughs> you got some blinking, you got some sniping, you got some running straight into bullets things, so... That was a lot of headshots. Dude, the Nosferatu look cool. Ooh, you, got, you got two swords, okay. And a shotgun. Yeah, I'm, I'm sold, just uh, tell me that this isn't a PS5 exclusive and I'll, I'll be in. Uh, good question, actually. I'm not sure. I haven't watched this. Tra- I haven't watched any of these trailers, actually. 
Oh, Maybe it'll save the end with uh, PS5. No. Exclusive or not? Oh, I bet it is. Sony Interactive LLC copyright. Oh yeah, mm. that's gonna be exclusive then. Ooh. Well, this never gonna play that. Yeah, we won't be playing this Well, damn. Am I the only well, one with a modern Xbox anyway? I have an Xbox One, but not the new one. Yeah, I have an S Series S. Um, I mean, I still have a subscription well, wait to a Stadia. Second. Wait a second. I consider wait a that second. pretty modern. Wait a second. Hang on. Oh uh, no, it's uh, on Steam. It's gonna be I've, everywhere. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just looking at. Oh, really? At. <laughs> it's on Steam. It's in early access. It's free to play. Oh, so we can play this, like, right now. Well, it is, yes. Uh, the reviews are mixed. 65% are positive. So it's not, you know, a total loss, but... Does, does Steam have, like, a your computer can handle this thing? Because I, I, it's been a while since I've made my <laughs> machine. You know, I'm sure that there's a spec... Minimum specs somewhere. Oh, yeah, here it is. System requirements. Uh, eight gigabytes of RAM. A GTX 970 or better. I don't, I don't know anything about my video card anymore. It's been I, such I a even, long time. I, I just know mine will work because it can play VR. There you go. There I you can go. play Half-Life Alex. I can play this. <laughs> uh, let's see. 20 gigs of available space. Broadband Interact, DirectX 11, but that's no big deal. 20 gigs let's for see. one map. Love it. Recommends uh, GTX. Can I play this on the um that uh the Switch Pro that came out from Steam from Valve? That's oh, what I Steam do. Deck. That's a great question. Really, I'm pretty that sure. That is you a could. great question. Man, looking for that. Looking <laughs> forward to that. Everybody that touches it seems to have really good things to say. I actually saw um uh what's his name? Not Tom's Hardware. The other dude, Linus. Tech Tips. Linus. Yeah, I'm he got to go to Valve HQ and play around with the um, with the Steam Deck, and for all the world seemed to really think it was cool. So, yeah, that's cool. That'll be fun. Okay, let's all make a pact right here, gentlemen. We, together, the three of us are going to play Vampire. Uh, what's the, the Fortnite genre? Uh, Battle Royale. Thank you. We're going to play Vampire Battle Royales on our Steam decks together in person. Let's make a promise, a pact, a covenant. Is this a blood, is this a blood pact, Tom? Ooh, really? Really, I'll do it. You going to do it? <laughs> I mean, as soon as it gets oh, available, God, I'm like, I... a, bl- a lot. That's a lot of... Oh, shit. I got to go for the fucking sick. Yo, dog. Yo, what the fuck? I was gonna wait for my Steam Deck to arrive to make that promise, but okay. Okay, I got it. I got it wrapped. I got the hand wrapped. All right, everybody else made their blood pact. Sure. I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, just just out of curiosity, did y'all. What is your? Let me let me log in real quick. What is your uh, due date for the uh, Steam Deck? Because I did the five dollar thing. Oh, my baby's gonna arrive in about nine months. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I think I think Q1... you two. Q1 2022 is what it's saying. How do you Which, how do you tell? Do you just go to the store page? Yeah. Which seems like really really far away. Like it seems like we're like when you're like talking about in the year 2000, but like yeah, that's that's literally like it could be as early as what five months away, six I months away, something like that. I don't know. Quarters are hard. Yeah, I'm Q2 2022. I so. think of Q2. 
a year ago or a year from now. From now. Ago. <laughs> Time is a made up concept, you guys. Just saying. All right, moving on to the next one. You know what? I think really I think we got to sprinkle in a little little trek here. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. It's been a while. Ooh. Okay, now I have not watched this, all right? So no spoilers. Whenever you guys are ready. Okay, ready? Yep. Tres, dos, uno, play. To heal our we have to repair, repair the past. The past. Oh, God, Wait, they're time traveling in Star Trek again. Is this lost? Yeah, we're doing time travel with you. So, Tom, you, you tell us, what are we looking at now? Uh, the Jean-Luc Pickard show. <laughs> season 2. Oh, Jesus, it is one. Yeah. Do you recall what I John Delancey. Who's, who's Q? John Delancey is Q. Let me rephrase this. What is his relevance in the Star Trek world? Is he like an android or like a... Uh, he's an omnipotent creature who put humanity on trial in the first episode of Next Gen and then ended, or supposedly never ended it in the last episode. So he's he's a big deal. Okay. So how come he didn't like put the Borg on trial? You know, maybe he did. Maybe he puts a lot of people on trial. He's omnipotent. Hey, there's the Borg Queen. Holy shit. Oh, man. They're going to use the Borg Queen to trap it? What? Is that a first contact reference? Because, like, she has a lot of RAM. Like, she has the processing power. You don't, you don't get that processing power because she's got the hive mind, Tom. Oh, my God. They're going to modern day times. Great. Now what? Oh, man. I'm absolutely here for this, and I'm just sitting here watching it, like... I... I don't know, man. This is weird. This is, like, all the time so travel weird. Star Trek episodes bundled into one. You know what it feels like? It feels like dessert. Like, there isn't gonna be a ton of meat on this particular plate. It just looks sweet! The, the only... Oh, God, it looks so... I've had, I've had such a hard time with the writing of the new Trek shows, uh, which should surprise anyone, Kurtzman, but... Oh, ah, this is so weird, though. Like, it at least looks fun. Like, one of my biggest criticisms has been that more of modern Star Trek hasn't been fun. This looks a little bit fun. I don't know what to think of this. It's weird. It looks a lot fun. Like, I feel like that that trailer looks like they're maybe they're not growing a beard, but they've got stubble coming in. <laughs> Uh, I really want to see how it goes. I liked the first season of Picard okay. Like, I, I wasn't not going to watch it. It was fine. <laughs> um, this one looks like they have uh, decided to have some fun with it. And honestly, setting it in modern times might just be a budget thing. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the... I, I don't know. I like the characters that they've brought back. I like the new characters that they've introduced. Uh, I love Patrick Stewart, Tom Delancey. I'm optimistic. That's one of us. Tell you what, at least I will enjoy it, and you don't have to. Okay, deal. You can you can absolutely be a get-off-my-lawn Star Trek snob <laughs> for Picard. I get it. I totally get it, but uh -huh. I'm still going to have fun with it. Oh, really? what are your thoughts on Star Trek Picard Season 2? Trailer. I mean, it's like I'm aware of the tropes, but the fact that I have to ask who Q is means it's I've I don't know what's going on. Like I'm whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it definitely feels like something that was made for Star Trek people to be 
just entirely fan service. Oh yeah. And yeah. honestly, I'm okay with that. I'm a hundred percent okay with being serviced in this way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's. I mean, like it's. I, I see the equivalent of like a lot of like the Marvel stuff, where I'm like, oh hey, just like. The Avengers assemble and random little things that take you know multiple films and movies and shows to add up. Like I get that. Like it's it's cool, but it's just mm-hmm. it's a ride I have never been along for. So it's 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 more of just exposure. But it, I mean, it, it looks interesting. It looks cool. You know, it does. And I feel like if you could suspend some of your disbelief and just be okay not knowing some of the things, it would probably still be fun. But I'm not going to make that claim until i see it for sure um i kind of hope that's the way it is like it it looks like a romp to be fun to to be honest but uh i don't know i like patrick stewart enough that almost anything else that's going on around him like it could be entirely cardboard sets and uh almost found footage style cinematography as long as it's got patrick stewart in the shot i really don't give a shit i'm still gonna watch it and enjoy it he's just that good to me okay well that definitely decides the next trailer so we're gonna watch a trailer for a a video game about a franchise that patrick stewart was once in how's that for a loose fucking segue oh god is it red alert i have no idea what you're talking about was patrick stewart in red alert no somebody else was um uh, uh Tim Curry. Tim Curry was. Spice! I feel like somebody else was, too. Oh, you know what? Starbuck. Starbuck was in Red Alert. What's really? Uh, Cake Sackoff? Yeah. yeah, I think so. The day I learned. Like, a young one, but... Um, <laughs> now I'm going to double-check myself, because I don't want to, like, spread misinformation. She was... Do-do-do-do-do. Well... It does not. Hmm. Okay. I think I might have been <laughs> thinking of somebody else. Ow. But Tim Curry, on the other hand, was. And you should go watch his clips. Spice. Mm. Oh, God. I love Tim Curry so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay. Clicking in three, Click two, one. Click. Oh. Saw a couple folks tweet about this. Didn't see the trailer. Um, I think a trailer is a slight overstatement of this. This is very much a te- announcement teaser, as they phrased it. Yeah. Um. I'd like to be excited, but y'all remember the other Wolverine game that, like, I think was was it PS2 or something that folks got hyped about, and it was just not great. <laughs> that was a long was... time ago, bro. Well, yeah, I don't know what, I mean, what is what type of game is this one? Is it a beat 'em up? Is it whatever? Because like, oh, we can't maybe, even tell. Maybe, maybe even closer. Um, what's it called? Uh, parallel to games that are beat 'em uppy is like, from what I recall, like the um, the latest Avengers game had like total mega hype machine, and then I don't think it was very well received, just because it just like once you kind of get into that like beat them up, fill your gauge with your power button, kill all the enemies things, cycle. You can only do that loop so long before just like the same thing with just different pictures and different skins. Yeah, which now yeah. they're taking that engine and they're making Guardians of the Galaxy, but I, I think it might only have, like Star-Lord as the main character, it might only be single player. They're basically taking out all the, I think, online stuff and grind out of it. I'm not sure. Yeah. 
I mean, it's, it, all that stuff sounds good on paper, but, like, yeah, the execution of it is just, like, there's a reason why, you know, in, like, the first Avengers, you don't see them beating up the same little buggy people over and over and over again. You see it, like, once or twice, and then they move on, and you just assume that they beat up 100 people along the way. Because who wants to see them beating up 100 buggy people? I don't. Nor do I want to button mash that. All my Twitch subscribers? All zero of them want to see that? <laughs> yes, I mean, it, it looks exciting. Um... There is the other one. Since we're on the subject, um, is there a is there a certain arachnid trailer in your in your loop? Oh, really? There might be. Let's let's find that. Let's let's do that one next because I saw that one and that one didn't have any. But I think that does have gameplay. And um, for for a while, I've been like. I've been saying when the next game comes out, I will like impulse buy a PlayStation. And I thought I was going to get very close a couple of years ago. And it just hasn't happened yet. But like this uh, this game that we're about to watch the trailer for has just been so well received. And I'm like, man, this is this is what I really want to play. Yeah, I've, I've definitely also admitted that uh, the original Arachnid Part 1 game was one of the few titles that made me like, yeah, yeah, that's definitely, if I had a PlayStation, I would get that. Or I'd be slightly tempted, but there just wasn't enough exclusives to make me really care. But that was definitely one of them. So, all right, yeah. let's let's watch uh, Arachnid 2. Real quick before you do. So, Electric Boogaloo? I was thinking of uh, Red Alert actors, and I got Katie Sackhoff confused with Gina Carano. But as, as you do. You may or may not remember, J.K. Simmons was in Red Alert. So really? was George Takei. What? I didn't know all these people were in Red Alert. Yeah. Oh, man, that's uh, serious. George Takei was Emperor Yoshiro in Red Alert 3. Anyway, it's enough. Red nice. Alert trivia. I think it's I think it's like his birthday or something. I, I'm probably wrong about that. Oh, no, it's just Star Trek anniversary. Anyway, all right, Arachnid 2, Arachnid 2 Electric Boogaloo in 3, 2, 1, click. I mean, I, I don't think we did any good jobs at not spoiling this. I mean, how many other spider superheroes are there? Uh, well, I for one thought for sure you could be talking about uh, the man spider. I thought maybe you were talking about the um, the venomous critter, the uh, other venomous critter, the other venomous critter, Wolverine. Remember, Kidding, that was a joke. I <laughs> Anyways, yeah, no, like, I I, I want to play the Spider-Man game, but it's but it's the the PS exclusive is kind of a bummer. Maybe the Ratchet and Clank one. Um, it looks pretty amazing. Um, saw the X-Play interview or er, review of that. That was pretty cool. But I guess like you can like double Spider-Man bad guys now, which that in itself seems pretty cool. Well, yeah, it's both Peter Parker and Miles Morales in the same game, which would be the yeah. the previous two games in one. Oh, that's pretty excellent. And was that Cable they were beating up? No, I think it's just a mook. But I don't I don't know who the villain is actually. I don't know the lore well enough to tell from the voice here. Oh, that's Venom. Oh, you're good at this game. Jesus. <laughs> it looks pretty cool. Venom, your favorite neighborhood frenemy. <laughs> um, but it's it's even, even if I wanted one, I, which I think is the other kind of thing that's in the balance. Like you couldn't get one. You you can't get one right now. So like, mm. yeah, it's hard to be excited about PlayStation shit. Like they legitimately do have the most and the most awesome exclusives but that's kind of what rubs me the wrong way is it's that weird walled garden feels kind of like apple like you pay the premium for the device and you get access to this really 
legitimately good library of stuff that really only plays into this uh, environment. But like with everybody else going so much more open with their IPs, and I mean everybody else, Xbox really, I don't know. The, the justification for doing a standalone console with an exclusive library is just so hard for me to make. Yeah, it's 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 um if you can't have your console be like a loss leader and like selling stuff and just hope that you just sell a lot of games, well, you gotta sell a lot of consoles first before you can sell a lot of games. And uh, yeah, just yeah. not happening. Yeah, I really yeah. can't weigh in on this because I'm such a Nintendo fanboy that I'm just I'd be a hypocrite. <laughs> no, and I get that, but Nintendo at least hits kind of the sweet spot where yes, their stuff is exclusive, but their consoles aren't eight hundred dollars. Yeah, and like every time I go into Target, I kind of like walk around and see what they have. And there, for the past couple times I've gone through, there's like there's at least a, a Switch or two there, right? So they're they're, mm-hmm. they're available if you want one. I think it was just like during like obviously like the holiday seasons and stuff like that, it's all harder to get. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like I I really appreciate my Xbox and I use it um, not nearly as often for games. Uh, as for like media and apps and other stuff, and yes, definitely games. But the fact that I can take that library and play it on an Xbox or my PC, wherever I happen to be, and Steam Deck playing into this whole like take your library wherever you want to go. Like I got a pretty big Steam library, and the stuff that comes out that works on Xbox is expansive. Like there's a lot of stuff. Uh, there's a pretty big overlap now. Um, Treating that as just another device that lets me play games uh, and that works with the rest of my devices is really, really nice. Having a PlayStation feels like just an investment into a whole nother ecosystem that I just don't want to make. The value just isn't quite there for me. Translation, Zach is ridiculously excited for the Steam box. I am. Like the Steam Deck, it just looks so cool. Steam Deck, not box. Ah, too many Valve products. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah, Steam Box was a whole other thing. All right, let's uh, let's jump back to Star Trek for a moment. So we didn't actually get a trailer for Strange New Worlds. We got these weird cast interviews. So I don't think these are going to be, or this is going to be overly entertaining, but there's some interesting stuff to talk about. Ruli, please try to stay awake. Okay. All right, three. Yeah, so... I don't know anything about Strange New Worlds, so I'm very excited. All right, well, let's do this. Three, two, one, play. So Strange New Worlds is um, the spinoff about the Enterprise with the crew before Kirk took over. So uh, Anson Mount is returning as Captain Pike, Rebecca Romaine returning as number one, and Ethan Peck returning as uh, a younger Spock. Oh, yeah. So first thing I noticed in this is that they've changed the uniforms a fucking again. I swear, New Trek is obsessed with changing Star Trek uniforms. Like every other season in, in the new shows, and this is like between the shows, they keep changing the fucking uniforms. So is this, is this after the two or three seasons of the latest new one, or is this like before no, them? No, this, this is 1100 years before that. <laughs> Star Trek canon is complicated. 1100, so is this a prequel? So, so yes, TOS, Star Trek the original series, took place 100 years before The Next Generation. Then uh, Discovery took place 
before that, at the same time as this, but then Discovery jumped a thousand years into the future. I guess this is only 900 years, I have added wrong. Is this in the... Is this in like the original TV universe or the JJ verse? This is -verse? this is supposedly all in the original TV universe. Um, okay. Now, Zach, did you just? I think you probably missed it. Uh, two characters ago, that person was named uh, Lana Noonien Sung. Yeah, I did see that. So yeah, it's it kind of stood out to me. Yeah, no one no one knows yet if uh, if she's going to be related to like um, Khan or. Exactly, uh, or she's gonna be related to, um, uh, who's oh my god, I'm a terrible Star Trek fan, Data's creator. Oh, uh, Dr. Soon, just Soon, okay, yeah, sorry, not yeah. Soon, Soon, yeah, uh, so no one really knows what the deal is, uh, with that yet, but that's definitely interesting that that character's name is, is on there. So, yeah, Strange New Worlds, um, I'm kind of pathetically excited for it i i don't know i just want some good old-fashioned old-school episodic star trek and i'm hoping they'll deliver it and we'll see we'll see that definitely feels like a lot more of your your classic kind of trek experience wrapped up into a show like definitely really love the nods to the original cast um especially the characters that you didn't see a ton even in the original series yeah nurse chapel uh, mm -hmm. yep dr mbenga and uh yeah no that that looks like a fun time. And plus, Pike is like... I know he's pre-Kirk, but he's Kirk 2.0. Yeah, He's I, got the same kind of swagger. He's got the same sort of... Um, like, uh, not gravitas, not ambiance, but he's got the, the... He's got the Kirk vibe. And I think that's going to be really cool to see play out with the cast, uh, with what they're doing. They have, you know, a great sort of jumping off point for a good old-fashioned trek series i hope so we will find out when it releases in 2022 they don't have a release date yet so they did announce uh let's see here i have this written down hold on uh discovery season four premieres november 18th uh picard will be 2022 uh star trek prodigy the the kids animated show will be uh releasing on october 28th with a one-hour premiere, which really is weirds that the nickelodeon one yeah it's a nickelodeon one it's a kids show and it's going to be an hour i think they know their demographic um so we'll see how that works out is it one of those like break it down for like it's like really 45 minutes with a bunch of commercials uh probably but it is specifically supposed to be a kids show whereas lower decks is animation for adults uh prodigy is supposed to be a kids show so i'm a little weirded out by the one hour length but whatever um and i watch lower decks without knowing anything about the treks or is it all inside jokes i think zach has to that there's a lot of inside jokes. Um, <sighs> the show is the show is definitely it, to me. It probably is funnier if you know some of this stuff. But honestly, like there are references in there that I don't get. I just sort of get the feeling that they're references, and I still you, you gloss over it and you still enjoy it. Challenge accepted. I need to go see if they're references now. Yeah. Well, like my favorite one so far was the one that I, I was trying to get you to watch, but uh, it was a stinger at the end of one of the episodes. Stinger? Is that still appropriate for a TV I, I, show? I think so. That is anyway, technically correct. It was, it was just like an aside at the end of the episode, and it was um, like a class talking about the uh, greatest Starfleet officer in history, Chief Miles O'Brien. Miles O'Brien. <laughs> um, <laughs> they actually... I saw an interview with Colm Meany about that, uh, who played... O'Brien in the uh, mm -hmm. next gen and DS9 
and they were basically like, "How do you have you seen much of this? Like, how do you feel about this this uh this little joke that they had in the show?" And he's like, "It's about fucking time." <laughs> Miles O'Brien gets the respect that he's due. Um, I always liked Chief. He was a cool character. Everyone always loved fucking Call Mini. He's so awesome. All right, Ruli. All right, all right, so all right. Really back in. Really back in. Yeah, we're done. Star Trek. Okay, let's uh, let's do a perfect segue to a different star franchise that you know we don't often talk about on this franchise, on this franchise, on this podcast. Bleh. <laughs> Wait, we don't talk about this often enough. I call shenanigans. <laughs> Major shenanigans. Is that the restaurant with all the crazy Ooh. crap on the walls? <laughs> oh, you mean uh... shenanigans? Oh. oh. All right. I was hoping this was in your list. Yep. Three, right. two, one, play. PlayStation. Dun, dun. So, who who played? Uh, first of all, someone tell dear listener what we're watching. Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic remake. Not actual I, gameplay footage. I played Kotor. Kotor Two is better. But yes. Was this the one with the multiplayer where you could throw the lightsabers no. at each other? No, that was Jedi no. Academy. Yeah. Okay. Jedi Knight and Jedi Academy. Yeah. KOTOR was a CRPG. I wonder who's... I wonder who's building this. I don't know what Aspire is. God, what's the... Hang on. Um, what was the, the company that's been doing CRPGs lately? I'm trying to remember now. Oh, I don't know. Um, they have the dragon. Was it Dragon Warrior or something? One. You might be thinking what? of Dragon Age, but that's not it. No, no. Um, let me go into my library of stuff. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so actually, they just did Baldur's Gate three, um, recently, and it's not letting me see the store page because Steam is broken. I'm very curious what the studio's name is going to be now. Yeah, uh, Larian. Larian Studios. Didn't even recognize them. Yeah, no, they, um, let's see, what else did they do? They did the Divinity, Original Sin games, maybe. Okay. No? Well, I know uh, of them. Yeah, Divine Divinity, uh, Beyond Divinity, the, the whole Divinity series. Um, and they built a new engine for, uh, like, sort of top-down isomorphic RPGs for Divinity 2 that they applied and took to Baldur's Gate 3, um, which was a departure from Divinity. Like, they were doing a game in a, in a whole other franchise and a whole other, like, rule set. The um, I think it's 5e Dungeons & Dragons for Baldur's Gate 3 versus their own sort of homegrown stuff for Divinity, which was similar but very different in a lot of ways that matter. So I thought maybe... You know, if it's going to be the same sort of thing, I guess KOTOR wasn't exactly a top-down isomorphic RPG, but it has enough similarities in the old game that it kind of made me think, oh, maybe Larian's branching out again. But um, now that it, it makes sense the longer that I think about it. They're still working on Baldur's Gate 3 stuff. Um, it was a, an early access title for a good long while. It may still be. For all I know, let's see. Oh, it is. <laughs> Baldur's Gate Three is still early access, so yeah, couldn't be them. I don't know anything about Aspire though, so might be a new studio. It might be a new studio. It might be just PlayStation being PlayStation. But um, I wonder if 
Remake PC. Uh, KOTOR Remake is coming to PC too, according to PC yeah, Games go. Network. Um, dum, 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 dum. Aspire. I don't know anything about these guys. I don't know. They're mostly PS5 devs. Let's see. Uh, looks like they worked on Uncharted and God of War Ragnarok. Uh, they might be involved in the Spider-Man 2 stuff. Uh, I don't know. I'm just looking at their blog. Uh, that's the PlayStation blog. Never mind. I thought I was looking well, there, at There are Spire's definitely game blog. studios that start off as effectively contractors or port people, and then in this case, they seem to be throwing a bone and doing a full remake. So best of luck to them. I hope they do well. Yeah, let's see what the games list is. Uh, Star Wars Republic Commando. Uh, Ruby. They did Star Wars Jedi Knight Academy. Way for... back when? Okay, so that's a port to oh, okay. uh, PlayStation. Play... It, from PC to PlayStation and um, Switch. Oh, okay. Uh, Stubbs the Zombie. I vaguely remember that one. That was pretty cool. Civilization Six Mobile. So yeah, looks like they've been doing port stuff, and yeah, it says they have they're headquartered in Austin. AAA developer and publisher, 190 plus games launched. Why has nobody ever heard of you? Because you've launched ports. That's what you've launched. All right, let's uh, let's keep on keeping on. I think I only have three more things here. Okay, let's do this. So this one was just a little weird, but I I thought it was neat and worth bringing up right i'm right. ready place deuce uno i have no idea what this is even at all well it's a gearbox game that ends in lands oh okay <laughs> fantasy themed borderlands yeah that's basically what it looks like i'm kind of in yeah <laughs> it looks bizarre and hilarious also I really like the J-pop thing playing over this. Very on brand for Tina. <laughs> so it's funny because like, um, what was one of the E3 games? The uh, was it like Gun Wizard or something like that? Like, this is probably the game that I would want instead of this one, or the one that was in that E3 trailer. Well, there you go. It's all going to depend on the reviews, but uh, it does look good. I love co-op games, and um, Borderlands was fun, and a magic version of Borderlands seems like it could be fun. They win just for the pun. <laughs> just for the pun by itself. Yeah. This art style was super fresh when Borderlands first came out. And it holds up. I mean, the whole cell shading thing, I think a lot of people tried. Cell shading always ages well. Stylization always does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm kind of into that. That looks like fun. Well, yeah. Well, definitely interested in it. It's a good pick, Tom. I do what I can. All right, we got two more, gentlemen. Let's do it. All right, the final Vidya game. Oh, wait. I need to do this in the other browser so it can be signed in. You're not old enough to watch it, Tom. I'm not. Okay. Count down three, two, one. Wait, another one of these? All right, gentlemen, someone's got to tell dear listener, what are, what are we watching? Art of War, Ragnarok. I say that wrong. Whatever. It's another God of War game? Like, Yeah, I well, the last, the last God of War was like the... It wasn't a reboot. It was a sequel to the other God of War games, but it was the, you know, you have your son, and it's a uh, different camera angle, like a soft reboot, I guess? Yeah. 
So this is the sequel was, to that. Like passing the torch type games, but I guess they're still going. I mean, I had a lot of friends that said this was one of their favorite games Time in years. So uh, yeah, high expectations for for this sequel. Who is Loki? Is Tom Hiddleston. God, I hope that's Mike Judge's voice. <laughs> uh, I think Mike Judge is the name of the guy who played Teal. Zach. Mike Judge. Am I wrong? The guy who played Teal in SG1. Mm, I don't think that was Mike Judge. Probably Mike wrong. Mike Judge did King of the Hill. Maybe that's oh, what I was thinking too. I mean, they've got some really good mocap going on. Christopher well, Judge. Ah. Uh, usually it's the other way around. You want them to stop thinking like a general and start thinking like a father. <laughs> Kids metal as fuck. Oh, dude, I nailed it. It is Christopher Judge. Nice. Like, I must have known that and just forgotten, but like, oh man, nailed it. So I've never played a God of War game because PS5, but um, they do look like a lot of fun, especially now. It just looks like a really violent Assassin's Creed. And I'm kind of here for it. Tear! I have a feeling that it was supposed to be something important, but I have no idea what it was. Aww. PlayStation. Ah, uh, yeah, coming to PlayStation consoles. No release date. I mean, pretty good as far as, uh, gotta be an announcement trailer. I've heard nothing about this game until now. It, it was, I think it leaked a while back, and this was the official mm. announcement. Let's see. Doo -doo. Okay. PC Gamer, will God of War be coming to PC? Short answer, maybe. We don't know. Long answer. August 2020, Sony Financial Report said, we will explore expanding our first party titles to the PC platform in order to promote for the growth and our profitability. Uh, so, probably not unless they just can't sell consoles. We'll see. Well, all right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, dear listener, this is it. The one everybody actually came here for. Ready? Do, do, do. Now, I have not watched this. Oh, have, I did. Have either? Okay, so you've watched this yeah, early? I saw it. I couldn't it. Well, I ain't seen shit. All right. It was, it was at the top of all on Reddit, like, almost all day. Yeah, and that's why I didn't watch it. I was waiting to watch it with y'all, but that's cool. That's, that's cool. That's I feel betrayed. Okay. The Matrix Resurrections Official Trailer 1. In 3, 2, 1, play. I even saw, like, the, the teaser that they had last night that would, like, tell you, like, the time is 9.57. Oh, yeah, I heard that they, like, yeah, took the, the time into the trailer while you were watching or something. I mean, it's, it's nothing impressive. It was fine. Mm. Oh, it looks like the PC police came for the Matrix. We don't use that word in here. NPH! NPH! <laughs> I, I, like I have so many thoughts about this um, that I'll save for after the trailer, but. The I like that he had the, uh, the rubber duck on his head. <laughs> don't mind me, just debugging with my partner. <laughs> you don't know me, bro. You don't know me. Yes! Go, Neo! Blast that guy in the face! It's Christmas. 
Are they doing like the episode seven thing? This is just a. It's seven, a Christmas sorry. movie. Yeah, seven thing. It's like a soft reboot again. Mmm. So, oh, that's, that's what the trailer finished, and then we'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah. I will say, like, the little bits of action that they have at this, like, at the end of this trailer, like, it looks pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, that little blue uh, right there. It's don't gotta even, be a don't even feast. Dodge it. That wasn't Neil Patrick Harris at the end. Nah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks cool, uh, but I just, I don't know how you, I mean, like, the, the first matchup is great, the next two not so much, and I don't know how you sequelize where they left off, and it does look very Episode 7 soft rebooty, so, Ruli, what's, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, yeah, no, like, I, like, I was thinking I was going to be the only one that kind of, like, wasn't excited about that, but yeah, it does seem kind of like, I can't, unless they pull, like, a Mad Max, and what was in the trailer is the first five minutes of the movie, which I highly doubt, like... It was I way too much I'm, for that. I can't imagine, like, this being, like... Then this is only beat for beat, but, like... Practically. The, the whole, like... Die, you're not in the real world, then you're good in the real world, then the training, then this and that, and, like, you know, then the final act of finally whatever, it just, like... Well, there, there were a ton of scenes that looked effectively, like, you know, I'll, I'll gracefully say homages, but remakes, of the original movie. I mean, we have, you know him uh walking around we have him uh uh you know deciding which pill to take we have him following a rabbit seemingly to some kind of nightclub we have him and trinity on the roof we have him and trinity like it like, it, it seems like they're just they're doing the george lucas thing of uh you know it's, it's like poetry it rhymes he's back around um yeah, and I, yeah. I don't know how to feel about it so there's a whole cyclical theme in the matrix to begin with the iterations and they talk yeah. about that in the in the movies as well and when you meet the architect they tell yeah this is the sixth iteration we've gotten really really good at doing this kind of bullshit so we're probably in the seventh iteration of the matrix and somehow like the very last scene in the in the most recent movie was Neo supposedly dying and then getting sucked off and dragged away by the yeah. the machine god, right? Uh, so you know if the yeah, so if the machines broke the truce and inserted him back into the Matrix and they're trying a new iteration, then okay, you've got your premise. But um, I don't think this is going to be quite the same as the first one where he's going to have to go through the whole training montage and whatever he's going to OP remember already. yeah he's going to remember who he is VOP. like the the just the amount of stuff that they showed him doing at the beginning of the or well throughout that trailer like this isn't a sudden or this this isn't a slow build up to waking up as the one um i got the impression from that that it'll happen relatively quickly he might have like the the scene where he busts the uh little platform on the lake you know that could have been a construct on you know outside the matrix and that might be the only time that he's outside the matrix dealing yeah. in but you know, even that seems kind of like stuff I I won't call it plot hole territory, but the whole like them making such a big deal of like you die in the real world, you die in the matrix. So like I'm assuming he's dead in the real world. So like the iteration game just kind of doesn't like. I think you said it backwards. I think you die in the matrix, you die in the real world. Although obviously, if you die in the real world, you die in the matrix. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but you get my point, right? Like, it's because, like, yeah. like, a bunch of people died in the real world, so, like, how could they be back for another iteration? That's, that's what kind of has me thrown for a loop. Like, un- unless it's just, like, you could say, like, maybe Neo or them is, like, an avatar, and, like, it's it's actually going to be someone else is jacked in as Neo, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah. I don't... I mean, so, it, but then that wouldn't make any sense at all. Well, it, like, it showed, like he looked in the mirror and saw like an old guy or something. So yeah, maybe his spirit is reborn in the Matrix as Neo or something. I don't know. Yeah, that would be disappointing. Um, they never definitively really... It was very heavily alluded that Neo died, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah but, but then, I, I mean, like like we were talking about the King the, the Kingsman movie earlier, right? It's just like yeah, retconning someone you know dying in a movie is, is really not that hard to do. You'd be like, and then the helicopters came and rescued him, and then you'd be like, and then the robots sure. rescued him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like he's also been a very kind of messiah figure all along. If he quote unquote died and then came back, it wouldn't be out of character. Um, Some kind of only resurrection, other, perhaps. Yeah. The only other character that I recognize from the trilogy is Trinity, though. Yeah. She, well, she did die. Yeah. So, I thought, no I idea. Thought Morpheus died too, right? And, and supposedly. But that I don't fucking Morpheus. know. That wasn't that? Morpheus. Nah, it, no, no, Lawrence no. Fishburne's not back, so. He's not. No, 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 but, but supposedly that's a young Morpheus. That's, like, what oh. the rumors are, and I think that's really? been kind of confirmed through, like, spoiler mm. social media. Sorry, um, but, I mean, the, the glass is kind of mm. giving away, too. Um, mm. So, I don't know. But, so, so the other the other thought that, like, kind of, like, that I had that makes me not excited about the movie is, like, I see... Keanu Reeves more as John Wick now than Neo. <laughs> God, he and looks I, exactly I, like John Wick. Weird. And, and I, I, I love the Matrix movies. I like, I really liked all the martial arts and everything like that. And I love how it kind of like was the genesis for John, the John Wick stuff. But like seeing the movies like John Wick, where it just like it's, I mean, it's it's totally fictionalized, right? But it's more like realistic in the sense of like that's actually Keanu Reeves jumping up and, you know, doing the acrobatics on people and stuff like that. It's, it's like, it's, it's grounded. It's not wire foo. There's no, like, I mean, there's no, like, CGI in the sense of a lot of the stuff he's doing, right? And that makes me feel a little less excited about seeing the more, like, fantasy-stylized fights because it's, like, not, like, how I see, like, that person anymore. And it kind of, like, it's, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's stopping bullets in the air and making them fly sure. back. Is pretty much the equivalent of John Wick's magical bulletproof suit, <laughs> but you know it's All right. it's it feels a little bit different enough. So yeah, yeah. No, I get I get what you're coming where you're coming from. Like uh, he definitely looked like John Wick, and I had that moment of frisson where I'm just like, who is that? That's Neo, right? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm okay. Context switch. So I've got a theory that I want to run by you guys in the last let's, couple minutes of our cast. Let's hear it. So. We saw Trinity die, and then we saw her in the trailer, and we saw Neo get taken away by the machine god on a little, you know, beer platform thing, uh, and we saw the war end. What if... Well, one more thing. You remember how they explain in the first movie why you look the way you do in the Matrix? It's the mind's representation of yourself that's interpreted by the Matrix and kind of makes it real for you? Yeah. Um, in the trailer, there was little, little, tiny little hints. Um, you know, the, the bit in the mirror and the way that Trinity kind of had the code running around her at one point. 
what if the whole movie is Neo's own personal little matrix in the machine city while they're working on him and reconstructing him and maybe studying him and his reality isn't just his physical appearance his mind is creating everything around him and he's working off of the memories of people that have died like you know a young uh Lawrence Fishburne Morpheus is him coping with the death of Morpheus uh seeing Trinity again he can't let her go you know all of the things that we see are him kind of reconstituting his mind after quote unquote dying I bet at the very end he wakes up again and that's the resurrection is the finale uh, I feel like that's a great Twilight Zone episode, not a great movie. I was about to say, I was going to say that that seems like there's bits and pieces of Rick and Morty in there. It's just like <laughs> it's a simulation and a simulation. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Now it's Morpheus, fold yourself on the ground three times. At this point, I think anything's possible. I mean, I, I like it. I think it's a it's a cool idea. Um, we'll see, but I, I think that's. Yeah. After after the match, uh, I think like what was it? Right after like getting out of school, I saw the Matrix two and was just like thoroughly disappointed. So it's I don't from a writing perspective, they've got a lot to do, and I just I don't I don't think they're gonna hit the mark. So I'm just gonna be like I'm gonna go in for the eye candy, and if the story at least makes some sense, I'll be somewhat satisfied. But I don't expect it to like really make anything happen i think the other thing i was thinking as well is like if this is kind of being a copy and paste of the first one like does that mean that there's potentially going to be more sequels to flesh out the story or not i I don't know i have no idea yeah well if he does if the last thing we see is neo opening his eyes in one of those little pods i would bet that's a setup I mean, but, if it's if it's successful, there will be sequels. If it's not, there will not. Let's be honest; yeah. it's that simple. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch this. Like, there's no question whether it sucks or not is immaterial to my decision of <laughs> uh, whether or not I'm going to spend time on it. Shut up and take my but, money. Uh, yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's exactly shut up and take my money. I loved the first Matrix so much that I forgive the sequels for what they were. And they're good. The, they're actually you know, pretty good. They have a lot of fun elements. It's just the elements don't put a good bigger picture together. Yeah. You know what really did for me, though? Um, and I kind of hope that they do this again. Uh, I, I have no reason to believe that they ever would. But do you guys remember the Animatrix? Oh, yeah. That was the, awesome. The, Loved the it. like, anthology? Yeah, Loved that it. stitched. It. That did a better job of stitching together that whole world and making it and just fleshing it all out than the movies ever did. Um, oh, yeah. It was so good and so great for that whole franchise to have something like that as part of it. I would love more of that. If I was but, going to go back and rewatch something, I'd got to rewatch the Animatrix, to be honest with you. Mm, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, gentlemen, I, I have to pick up a baby from outside of a vehicle. All right. So. Dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. We'll be back next week to talk about stuff, things, God only knows. Uh, Zach, Ruli, thanks again for watching trailers. Ruli, go get your kid. Oh, I will. I'll Plural. see you later. All right. Bye. <laughs> Until next time, dear listener. QQ! Ah, good times. Ah! 
Hey, dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. Please always remember that all views and opinions expressed on the podcast are representative solely of the person expressing them. Not of their friends and family, not of their co-hosts or co-workers, and certainly not of their employers, past, present, or future. Again, thank you for joining us, and thank you for respecting our individuality. You played two hours to die like this?